I will remember the cables. I will do my prep. I will edit the artwork. Very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm cringing already at that. I'm yeah, going never listen uh, back to that. Well, we'll have to listen to it multiple times. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Before and After the Movies, episode 33. Couldn't tell you. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, There's just track. so many. Yeah. Uh, we're doing Robert Eggers' The Northman. We are indeed. So we're going back to our Eggers roots. <laughs> Where it all started. Where it all began for us, The Lighthouse. Uh, quickly here, starring uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Nicole Kidman. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Thor or something? Borer? Oh, yeah. B- Bjorn. Bjorn. <laughs> Bjorn. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yep. And? Uh, Willem Dafoe, Willem of Dafoe. course. Nice. Wouldn't be an Eggers banger without Dafoe. Exactly. Um, before we dive into this, do you want to do sideies? Yeah. Okay, let's get the sideies out of the way. Okay, let's go one for one here. It's been a while, so I it think has, there yeah. might be a couple I'm missing, but yeah, hit me first and then we'll go from there. Okay, so I watched uh, King Richard. Yeah, I've got that on here as well. Um, it was like pretty cookie cutter. Did you see it before or after Slapgate? I saw it before. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Yeah, it, it was like it was like it's okay to have liked it, you know. Yeah, no, it kind of reminded me of the Green Book. It's kind of like it doesn't really mm. challenge me. It's like feel good. Yeah, it was just um, like you just know you're getting like every scene. You're, it's a competently shot, yes, very well acted yep. film. Um, and bonus points for tennis. A big tennis fan. Yeah, you love your tennis. And uh, it was kind of weird when he went up and slapped his daughter, but uh, <laughs> best best actor worthy. I thought so. Of, okay. of of what I saw, who was nominated? Yeah. Like I'm just gonna go out there and say I thought it was like one of the weaker Oscar lists in a while. Okay. I didn't really see anything mm-hmm. this year that blew me away. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite movie was probably Spider Man, and that's like not a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but I thought I was happy. Like I think I don't think it's his best performance he's given. It's kind of like when Leo won it for The Revenant. It was mm-hmm. like it's not your best performance, but it's the year you just hit it at the right tone. They hit it literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh but it's yeah it's disappointing everything that happened after because i I was happy for him to get his moment and he just kind of kind of ruined it yeah he did ruin it okay go ahead what else um i saw nightmare alley oh really i did no way yeah i watched it in the uk is it good it's really good yeah i want to see it it's kind of like king richard in the sense of like it's a well shot well acted but you're not getting anything (laughs) that's gonna blow you away damn yeah i really want to see you're a bit jealous that i'm jealous Next, you're going to pull up fucking everything, everywhere, all at yeah. once, eh? I saw Belfast. No, I still haven't seen Belfast. Apparently, it's quite good. Yeah, I really want to. I also haven't seen Spencer with Kristen Stewart, which I've heard is really oh, good. Oh, yeah, the I Diana think that's good, yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. Hit me. Uh, I got it. Oh, yeah, so I'd go 8 out of 10. Okay, nice. Uh, I saw West Side Story. No, you did Yeah, I did. I was trying to fit all the Oscar nominees Yeah, in. I was trying as well. But... It, uh... It's not very good. You know, it's it's well shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's competently directed. No, I'd say the cinematography... And the direction are very strong. The set design is really good. Um, the best supporting by Ariana DeBose, I think, well-deserved. Right. The acting outside of that, pretty poor. The script, pretty bad. Are you, like, feeling pretty confident to say that Spielberg's lost it? Would you go that no, far? No, no. Like, Spielberg was, like, you could he tell was... his hands were over and that was, like, the redeeming part. Okay. It's just the content itself, like. But, the... I mean, that's that's also his responsibility, like. Like, the songs in West Side Story mm. are kind of lame, and right. um, Ansel Igor's acting is pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So He's worked with him twice now. Or no, did he? Was, no, he wasn't in Ready Player One. Sorry. No, that's uh, Taylor Sheridan. Oh, for Ty God's Sheridan. sake. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I would, I would take a pass on that one. I saw, this is super random, but I finally saw The Accountant. 
With Ben Affleck. Oh, with Ben Affleck, yeah. yeah. And John Barenthal. Well acted. <laughs> John Barenthal was also a little shout out over King Richard. I thought he did. Yeah, yeah he was good. He I, dude, I love John Barenthal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'd give that like a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, there's like talk of a No arm, no foul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I saw Fantastic Beasts. No, like, you... Oh, yeah, yes, I did. The was Secrets... It? Or the... No, the yeah, Secrets The Secrets of, of you know, Dumbledore. Is the worst movie ever? It's pretty bad. <laughs> It's it's qu- it's quite bad. Is yeah. it better than the Crimes of Grindelwald? Yes, because the Crimes of Grindelwald was that's, was just off. That's one of the wor- that's up there with Revenge of the Fallen. Wait, what's that movie called? The, tra- the Transformers one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is that what it's called? Transformers Two: Revenge it's of the Fallen. It's just like those generic yeah. titles. <laughs> the the bad guy's the name thing is the, of the thing. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore was was pretty bad i think jk rowling bad, is man. proving that she should stick to books and she can't really do a screenplay no there's a lot of like like convoluted plot line that goes really quickly and... no flashbacks thankfully okay. that was the problem with the last one yeah but like convoluted but skips over a lot of stuff so you and just you does just... grindelwald continue to be a character that for some reason we they think we really care about like learning but we just yeah don't well they don't they him. never flesh him out yeah like who is he like, yeah, and he, it, Mads Mikkelsen maybe says, like, six lines. No. Yeah, he's always like... <laughs> does some, like, shrugging and brooding. Or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, and it's just How's like... How's Jude? Jude's good. I mean, Jude delivers. And, and um, he's, he's no Michael Gambon, though. Like, it's weird casting for me. It's like they're playing two completely different characters. Eddie Redmayne was pretty good. <sighs> Is he still, like, the lead? Is he the yeah, protagonist? Yeah, so they, they still try and shoot, and they, like, just yeah. fucking shoehorn. We need beast. Newt. <laughs> yeah, Why? Exactly. exactly. I can't make a move against Grindelwald. Makes a move against Grindelwald. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, that there's, sounds, like, two good yeah. wizard duels, which you could probably just YouTube in a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't think I will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I've seen better, like, probably in, like, the cinematic Harry Potter reveal trailer, there's, like, oh better, better spell fights. <laughs> Oh, the I state s- of play. That's okay. Sorry. I saw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go. Is that? Is that? I think you're done. Or you got? I got one okay. more. I All think right. it's a shared one. But I'm yeah. gonna drop spiral real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, probably a two out mm-hmm. of ten. Mm-hmm. Arguably, probably the worst movie I saw this year. Oh wow! In terms of just like, just such terrible acting. Like, yeah. Such blatantly awful screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when I saw the poster and the the title change, for some reason, I thought they were onto something cool. I was like, they're going to give some credibility back to the Saw franchise. Yeah, you're expecting like seven. I thought I was getting like a really good murder thriller. And yeah. I just got the same fucking thing. You were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, go for it. Um, I saw Turning Red. Yeah, I saw Turning Red. Really good. Amazing. Really, yeah. It was really, really good. I'd put oh, it above in... Almost. Yeah. <laughs> I had to bury my head. Uh, I put it above Encanto. I thought it enjoyed I still it see more. That. Uh, yeah, like the the Toronto touch. Yeah, that was and like, huge. Just like different aspects, the way they work in, yeah. like a little bit of anime flavor like, in there. Yeah, the way yeah. they just like were so true to like certain cultures yes. and like yep. really true to the time. Like I think we're starting to get to that period now where like the t- early 2000s is like a period yeah, piece. Yeah, oh yeah. And I feel the like, boy band yeah, and stuff, yeah, exactly. I feel like we're about to, and like the cell phones and yeah. like just pre-social media, like mm-hmm. that's now like distinct enough that you can set a movie there and there's like noticeable fashion changes yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, so really t- well done. Turning Red's kind of a pioneer in that genre. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I saw Coda. Oh yeah, okay. The best Academy Award winner. winner for Best Picture. Yeah, definitely the worst Best Picture winner since Crash. Since Crash 2004, okay. 2006. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was a million dollar baby, I believe. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, fucking not very good. I'm not gonna I was about to say garbage. That's that's not fair. I heard there's like a couple, like two or three like pretty powerful scenes. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. There's a I'll give it I'll give a mild spoiler. It's a scene you could imagine being in there. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where the daughter um is singing to her father and obviously he can't hear, so mm-hmm. he like feels her like throat and like mm-hmm. her tonsils and stuff and he's like listening in mm-hmm. and he can like feel the vibrations and stuff that was like a very powerful scene mm-hmm. i think if you did that film like as a short film that would be a, an amazing concept but oh, wow. to stretch out that whole thing over a feature-length film with really generic plot arcs and just like bad acting like i hate really? to say it but just like really poor acting huh. uh really bland pale cinematography that just like had this like blah feel to it almost like a low budget netflix like original wow um no real ingenuity very yeah just very by the books i don't know how it really got in the conversation like obviously the themes and the subject matter is like Mm -hmm. very interesting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and deserves to have films made about it but i don't think that's enough on its own you also yeah like in terms of yeah to win best picture like you look at a film like parasite just Mm. like the difference in artistic like vision Mm -hmm. night and day okay well said so yes 5.5 out of 10 wow okay uh is that all yeah i think you have one more actually i was gonna say euphoria i finally watched it okay is it good it's just one of the best shows i've ever seen okay i have to watch it yeah 10 out of 10 i would say or 9 9.6 did you finish the power of the dog Oh, yeah, that was the one. Ah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, one of those movies I wasn't super impressed by. Yep. And then I watched like some YouTube Explained. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'll just admit, there was a lot of things I missed. 100%. And it's very subtle. Yeah, like it's so subtle. subtle and, yeah. Like, yeah, like I knew I had kind of missed something. And then when I watched it again, or when I watched that video, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it like a 7.5 to yep. maybe an 8. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, let's flash back to the Northmen. So we're going back to Robert Eggers. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of a redemption revenge tale. His third film. Yes. So I haven't seen the witch, Yeah. but we've both seen the witch. The witch was one hell of a debut. Yes. Um, and then obviously the sophomore film, a lot of directors kind of fumble with like their second movie, mm-hmm. but he, like, I think we both agree that yeah. was a really cool film as it well. It was, yeah. With our, with our bar, our pats. Yeah, exactly. Fan of the, uh, fan of the podcast. All right. Let me get you started here with some fast questions. Okay. Are we going to get a Skarsgård nude fight scene? <laughs> i'm gonna go like tarzan loincloth level but yeah okay. i don't think we're seeing any dick so he he dons the loincloth again <laughs> yeah. um how many dreams slash premonitions are we getting <laughs> i'm gonna go with six six <laughs> but like two main dreams but then we get little flashbacks oh, to it's gonna fucking fight scare scenes. me or yeah. something yeah. <laughs> classic anchors uh how many throat slits are we gonna get like a, uh, i'll go with two okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> how many random shots of obscure animals are we going to get? Oh it's my like God. a toad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, okay, so that's my first question. Do you think he's going to go, like, are we getting a classic random-ass ambiguous Eggers? I think this will be his most, like, traditional narrative film yes, that he's done so far. that's what I've down as well, yeah. Because, like, the big thing, one of my big topics on this is, are you done with your fast questions? Yeah. They've been, like, promoting the shit out of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I just got back from the UK, mm-hmm. and it was everywhere. Like, every really? bus, every, like, tube station. Wow. So, obviously, the studio, like, they know that if, the it's, general if it's some artsy shit, yeah. they wouldn't be doing that. Yep, yep. Uh, and they've also backed him. I don't know if you've seen the budget for this. It said reported between 70 and 90 mil. Wow. Which is a lot. 
Yeah, it's kind of giving me like apocalypto vibes. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just what you were saying there. I'm, I'm like probably some prophecy, dreamscape type stuff, but I think it will be like a largely a tale of revenge that's kind of yeah. like. I think it will like challenge the viewer it's not going to be like a john wick turn your brain off i think we're going to no, care no. about the characters a mm-hmm. lot so and i think uh yeah like i've seen a lot of the posters have called it like this generation's gladiator really yeah so I, I think we're getting that level where it was like yeah there's some artistic like Shit. endeavor but you mm-hmm. got to deliver on like the fight scenes you've mm-hmm. got to yeah you got to have some like arcs that people can follow pretty easily yeah but I think when it comes to like those prophecies and the sorceress stuff, and mm-hmm. it looks like we're delving into the supernatural like a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm excited. Like I think it's a really interesting mix. Yep. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. Cool. Um, do you have an opening scene? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do have an opening scene. It's not, it's not my best. It's not okay. my best work. But <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, father, and I think it's Ethlem. I think is the main character's name, or okay. Elfem or something. I think they're like hunting of some sort, like together, kind mm-hmm. of a Mufasa Simba kind of thing, mm-hmm. and maybe like it's like a boar, and his throw, like his his spear throw, is like off, and mm-hmm. the dad's like teaching him like a better technique, and then I think, I mean, this is kind of generic, but I could see that being like a critical thing that he eventually uses to kill uh, okay. Folger or whatever his name like is, a crazy throw, his uncle, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mine's a bit different. <laughs> I got an uh, opening on Nicole Kidman screaming during childbirth. Oh, my God. Uh, and there's, like, some sort of Viking priest. It's kind of got, like, like... mixed weirdly loud. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's got, like, some weird eyes, kind of, like, Pan's Labyrinth style. Okay. And then we cut to, like, a baby crying during, like, some sort of baptizing ceremony with Willem Dafoe repeating some prophecy scripture over okay. and over again. Because it seems like what I got from the trailer is Willem Dafoe is, like, not liked by Nicole Kidman because he's... Oh, okay. Because he's giving that prophecy, and mm-hmm. she, like... Then there's a scene of her, like... It looks like she's, like, pointing for him to be, like, killed or something. For, oh, like, okay. For saying something. Okay. So, yeah. I, I really like that that birth and the christening thing. Like, mm-hmm. the weird religious undertones. Like, very Robert Eggers. It's very Eggers, yeah. Yeah. I've gone for more of, like, the John Wick opening scene, <laughs> haven't I? Uh, prediction here. Anya Taylor-Joy will plead for him to stop his, like, quest. Kind of, he has to pick her love or vengeance for, okay. vengeance for his dad. I have something similar to that, but I'll get to it. Go for it. Uh, but first of all, I got, I got some trivia for you. Ooh. Did you know that Alexander Skarsgård is 45 years old? No. That's a 45-year-old man you're watching strutting across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Looks great. Looks yeah, great. Uh, and speaking of which, in Big Little Lies, him and Nicole Kidman played husband and wife. Oh, And wow. now they're playing father- or mother and son. Huh. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. <laughs> what year do you think this movie takes place in? Fuck, I don't know. Like 1803? That's just so ridiculously unintelligent to say. 1800s? What do you think the Vikings were around? I don't know. <laughs> That's like the Old West. Before? Yes. 1932. Oh, okay. Ask, ask the question again so I can edit it properly. <laughs> uh like 18 okay 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 okay. uh like 17 ad still ridiculous (laughs) yeah i know 914 914 fuck how am i supposed to know that (laughs) i wouldn't expect you to say 1802 to be fully honest with you railroads being built (laughs) (laughs) wow you don't you better not cut that out i'll know uh just Alexander Skarsgård 
<laughs> Played a character called Eric Northman in True Blood. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Uh, this is the third The film in a row for Robert Eggers. Ooh, The Witch, The Lighthouse, yeah. The Northman. Yeah, I wonder if... The Nosferatu. His next film... <laughs> is that the other film he wanted to do? Yeah. I could so see that. Um, Eggers has dreamed of making a Viking film and has been trying to get one made since 2011. Yes, I knew uh, that, so He's yeah. finally getting his dream, so that was kind of cool. And <laughs> that's it for my trivia. <laughs> uh, okay. This is, um, actually, I had you look up more predictions here. I think we're going to get, like, a nice cold, like, cold setting that, we, like, you and I are actually going to feel cold, mm, very immersed okay. in the theater. I think we'll see a nice, like, environment. Like a lot of fighting the elements. Yeah, exactly. Movie. Like, kind of, like, Revenant style. Yeah. And I think maybe we'll get, like, a nice environmental kill. Kind of, okay. like, using, like, a, like, a, like an icicle like, or, like, a... Like, true lies, like, with Arnold Schwarzenegger just picking off the henchmen one at a time how does he do in true lies i think he uses an i think there's an icicle or he used like a like a norse like horn mug or something oh okay goring people with that i think we're getting like intense violence like r-rated violence so it's 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 rated 14a in canada but apparently the like just briefly reviews were saying that's like very gory Mm, i hope so which is eggers style like he's very visual and like it's like off-putting like sort yeah, of like it's like that, disturbing like, yeah yeah like blood rising from areas like you're not used to seeing mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. uh one of the predictions i have along the lines of what you were saying is i feel like obviously this is a revenge story long in the making he's a kid when mm-hmm. his father's murdered and then we see him like fully grown and it looks like he's maybe like the leader of like a village like mm-hmm. he's built like his own community yeah so i feel like he's gonna have to choose between like the community safety or like an opportunity for revenge like, okay. they're being attacked by, like, some other army. Yeah. And, like, the guy he wants to kill is, like, running away, and he, like, yeah. chooses revenge and, like, yeah, lets yeah, all yeah. his people die. So he ends up, like, losing everything, and it's, like, it wasn't even worth it. Okay. That's kind of, I think it's, like, one of the, like, the tra- I think it's going to be, like, a real tragic ending. Like, yeah, I, don't think I think it's so gonna as be, well. I don't think he's going to get the he's revenge not gonna feel he wants. Good, yeah, you know? exactly. Do you think he's going to die <laughs> in the end? I can see that. The other prediction I have is um, Nicole Kidman, like, doesn't want to be rescued, like, when we finally meet her. Ooh. She's, like, maybe not happy, but she's, like, accepted, like, her, her new life with this Stockholm other man. Stockholm kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and maybe even she, like, stabs him with, like, a dagger or something. Oh, wow. Mother. Okay. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. Uh, I think we're definitely getting a hallucination scene or or sex. Yeah. Like, I think I think we've got, I've got, like, a jungle love, like, drug scene with Annie Taylor-Joy. Yeah, them. okay. Um, I think. Do you think we'll get any like like Norse gods? Do you think we'll get some like mm, Thor, Loki, maybe Zeus, a bit of Zeus or something? Yeah, I would. I'd be in. I'd be into that. Maybe like, like a like a nice like thunderstorm scene and Willem Dafoe shouting Zeus's name or something. Or just yeah, like the uh, the like a like a face in the clouds kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like showing. Maybe he gets like a bit of help from Poseidon, like in a big <laughs> moment. <laughs> Little Clash of the Titan, the crossover. <laughs> oh my god! Do you think we're like? could be potentially at the at the beginnings of like a like a trilogy or like no, a franchise man. here no it is a one-off it's a one-off but i think it's going to be quite immersive you, do you know the runtime i don't and i don't want to know okay fair I enough i think because it could be 97 minutes and it could be 220 like yeah, i'm just okay. gonna i'm gonna go in blind on okay, that we'll leave it at that okay uh here's a here's a question for you so robert eggers third movie in he's already developing kind of like a fave actors roster yeah uh, anya taylor joy willem dafoe how do you feel about directors kind of having this pool of actors that they that they prefer? Sorry, how do you feel about directors having this pool of actors that they kind of pull from? Yeah, I mean, I'm totally fine with it. Like, yeah. you don't want to, you know, go too overboard. I think the Michael Caine and Nolan thing has gone a bit too far. Yeah, yeah. 
but I feel like in the like directors and love to work with like the same D- DPs or the same mm-hmm. writers mm-hmm. and the same crew. So it only makes sense that like you f- like that familiarity and want to continue that going with actors as well. Yeah. I feel right. like you should introduce like one big new actor with like every film you do. But if you yes. want to have a couple lucky charms in there, like, like Nolan's bringing in, well, I guess he's always had Killian Murphy. He's finally given Killian Murphy a lead role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine's in that movie as well. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Oh. Stupid. Is, didn't he say he retired? Yeah, but he's like, I just keep getting scripts. That's so good. Oh, no. <laughs> like Michael Caine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> just slipped that one in there. Uh, I think he's going to get some sort of like animal companion. Maybe like oh, an eagle yeah. or a wolf. I have, I have like a... I think we might get like more comedy in this. Well, we got some comedy in the lighthouse, but like mm-hmm. maybe a, like a donkey-like companion. Like a tubby... Piss like, off. Yeah, exactly. You, I said piss off. You do good work. um do you think oh yeah so the other the other big thing that seems to be leading you see it at the very end of the first trailer is like a volcano like seems like that's like the third act you get like a mustafar like fight scene okay at the end so i feel like the pending volcano eruption is going to be like a big theme throughout like Mm. we'll just randomly get shots of like it kind of bubbling Okay. Throughout yeah, the yeah. film, and maybe I, Willem Dafoe's prophecy kind of points. Well, to yeah, I, I actually I thought it was going to be Anya Taylor Joy's prophecy because I thought she was like the prophecy one, but no, I oh, think I think you're okay. right. But yeah, th- what is her role? We'll get to that. Oh, later. I saw that she's like a sorceress. Oh, cool. Of some sort. Okay. So yeah, I think there's going to be some kind of prophecy with the volcano, and maybe like Willem Dafoe, I'll switch it to him, mm-hmm. like expediates its like eruption. Oh, okay. At cool. the right moment. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Ah, God's upon me. Spike me. God's a fun. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, he just loves to cut loose. <laughs> yeah, like, he does. To his credit. He's just like, cut my hair in weird ways yeah, for every movie. Just let me scream. <laughs> <laughs> Take out this tooth. Oh my God. <laughs> Take out this tooth. Do it! Uh, is this based on anything? It's because I think it's loosely based on like an old folklore tale. What's the thing with like Alexander Skarsgård's brother is in the show vikings mm, bill skarsgård i thought bill's his like cousin oh, i don't know stellan is his uncle right yeah gustav skarsgård oh that's a new one that's, like, a, new, that's a new one of the asaps <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he was in the show vikings uh, apparently um, like robert egger is shared like, universe no but he said that he said <laughs> that robert Egg, or sorry he said that viking was like did provide a lot of inspiration yeah. for this show. I know movie, that so. one of the Scars Guards was like supposed to be in this movie at one point, but like due to COVID scheduling, because this was supposed to be shot like before COVID. Like a different Scars Guard? Uh, no, he, Alexander Scars Guard was in it, but mm-hmm. one of the supporting characters was going to oh, be. Oh, probably Bill. Scar-Guard. He's got that like yeah. BDI look about it's him. It's probably Willem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do the Willem Dafoe face again. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, he's the younger brother of Alexander Scars Guard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um,. I think we'll get some like decently amazing like sword play, because like yeah, I feel like when okay, you d- yeah. when you did this movie in like 2011, you'd go in and be like super underwhelmed with the amount of action. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we might get like a weird amount, like almost like Revenge of the Sith, like lightsaber. Yeah, worthy. okay, yeah, just like these like 30 minute fights. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, <gasps> yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah the this this like visceral. journey take a toll on our protagonist yeah, by yeah. the end where he's just like completely insane yeah like i want to see him battle yeah exactly i think they've got like a perfect 
I haven't really seen him in much, but I know he's got like the stature and like the physicality for the role. Yeah, it's he's more like, of a physical actor. I don't think he's much of an act, like a yeah. performance actor. But it's good to see like no, he's not a great actor. But just like if like a Brad Pitt was in this movie, it's like they have that kind of like smaller like mm-hmm. they're trying to be a viking but this guy like what is he like six five or something like that like he's yeah, a huge he's, dude he's a big boy yeah. so i think that's like it's like a joel kinnam i think joel kinnaman would have been good in this movie too i like joel kinnaman yeah he's really clawed his way back yeah he really has <laughs> he took the long way around <laughs> he's like redemption in the second he's just so in good in the that squad yeah just every scene he's in is just so Peace delightful <laughs> what a joke yeah <laughs> um do you think we got a post-credit scene um, probably not. Willem Dafoe's little beady eyes, just like <laughs> still alive. Oh my god! I you, think, you think Nicole? I like your twist on like Nicole Kidman. Yeah, is like Stockholm syndrome. She enjoys it. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Is, do you think there's gonna be like a twist? Like yeah, someone's I mean, working for someone? Because sur- mm. surely, like for Ethan Hawke to. We haven't die. really talked much about Ethan Hawke. Like, is it possible that he's not dead? So that's a big billing for an actor who's going to die. Yeah. What, what I presume it's like you and McGregor in Stormbreaker. <laughs> Remember, he's <laughs> in that one scene that he does. Um, yeah, maybe he'll, maybe I could see him coming back in flashbacks. Not not like I don't think I think he is. Conspiracy. I think he is. Dead. Hello, son. Miss me? Have you been watching Moon Knight? No, I'm what seen the fuck is wrong with you? I, know. I just I'm going to sit down. Have you watched every episode? Uh, the latest one came out last night. How, what episode number is that? That's episode four. So I've seen three episodes of four. Is it good? Yeah. Oscar Isaac is like phenomenal. Yeah. Is it is it like tied into the MCU at all or is it just its own uh, no. All right, that's yeah. Yeah. no, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and watch that. Like I'll start it this weekend. Okay. I'll, yeah. I, I was gonna do Mandalorian season two first. Oh, dude, I'm st- oh no, I'm slogging through the book of Bubba Fett. You're still on it. Eh? It's, it's a slog. <laughs> the book of Bubba Fett. Anyway, not to get too off topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know if I've... Yeah, the the big prediction I had here was Farjar, whatever his name is, is not dead. Mm-hmm. Instead, betrayed and deserted his family. So he concocted a conspiracy with the guy to, like, pretend oh, to kill me. Okay. And I'll give you all my, like, riches. Okay. And he's just, like, living a quiet life in, like, a little house or something. Okay. I think there is going to be a betrayal somewhere. And I'm leaning Nicole Kidman or yeah. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy, like... I still don't really I feel know like how she, might she works not have, into this story. Yeah, I, have no I, I clue. feel like, but like they're going on press together, <laughs> on the press tour together. So are they like, are they a thing? That I don't know, but I've been watching some interviews. He's forty five. Yeah, She's what? So, tell that to Florence Pugh, dude. <laughs> Who's she dating? Zach Braff. Oh, he's like fifty. Yeah, and yeah. she's like twenty something. Mm, fair play. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really think I have too much else here. It's, again, it's one of those movies, like, it's not a big established franchise, so we don't have that much to say about no, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, but I think we're quite excited to go back to I Robert Eggers and yeah. watch this kind of very visceral tale of revenge, redemption set in what is not usually a very common setting of yeah. um, Norse mythology. So, Like Eggers said, it seems like the show Vikings has kind of, like, renewed this interest mm-hmm. in this kind of... Uh, time yeah exactly um so yeah let's go check it out yeah i'm excited we'll see you in three two two, one hello (laughs) (laughs) she's back from the northman yeah it was that 
um return or it was like me screaming into it doing my best scars guard impression yeah I'm, I'm okay yeah we'll save your ears i know you could do it though i don't doubt it okay thank you that's what i was getting at uh before we go any further shall we go ahead with the rating all right the northman out of 10 in three two one seven point five i was teetering seven point yeah. five. okay nice one of the two yeah take your pick um initial thoughts um like super the word that i keep coming back to is like visceral yeah like i like i almost feel a little bit exhausted after watching it big time and it was it was a really good like (laughs) it reminded me kind of in a way of 300 yeah i think it's a little better than 300 no no sorry it's definitely better than 300 but it reminded me in 300 of how it kind of Definitely had that like gore kind of pale, yeah. kind of pandered to the male audience a bit. It had that like spiritual aspect. Yeah, um, I think it did everything three hundred did, but but better. Yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I think like like <clears throat> every time I leave a Robert Eggers movie, it's like you know you liked the movie, but you don't have that feeling of like oh like I feel so good after watching that or mm-hmm. like I feasted upon that it always just leaves you kind of like thinking and like unsure of like what to think about kind of like the the not the world but just like you don't know how to you don't know how to feel like his movies leave you with this like mix of kind of like sometimes like a little bit of optimism sometimes a bit of like sadness Mm -hmm. just a bit icky a little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but having said that i think the best way i can describe this movie is it's a great mix of like art house filmmaking mixed with really classic simple storytelling yeah yeah the plot is as simple as it gets really super simple like you almost you could have gone away with like no dialogue and you would have understood yeah exactly yeah it's very raw it's Mm -hmm. like raw emotions very like underdeveloped personalities who just like live with a few emotions Mm -hmm. it's like anger vengeance yeah not even love like love is not really (laughs) just like restricted to your to your destiny like what your family thinks you need to be yeah keeping your bloodline going it's like almost like there's no humanity almost Mm -hmm. it's just like it's like 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 you're reading a fairy tale yeah exactly um but having said that it like goes like really out there with like some of the the imagery when it comes Mm -hmm. to like the religion going on a lot Um, of illusions a lot of allegories yeah and at first i wasn't really loving it i was like it just felt like he was just kind of being weird for the sake of it. But mm-hmm. I started to understand, like I started, I had to, I had to detach myself from like what, where, like what our society's like and mm-hmm. how like complex and convoluted it is and just like strip it down to like those raw emotions. Mm-hmm. And then the imagery and like, especially towards like the third act, it started to like make a lot more sense. Yeah. And I, yeah, like similar to you, like I'm kind of watching him like, okay, I'm, I, I know what I'm going to get with Robert Eggers and I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to accept that, you know, he's probably done a lot of research as a passion project. He knows his like Norse mythology and mm. like all the um, like religious stuff he's putting in there is probably all in there for like for purpose. And I remember in Lighthouse, we'd argue like, you know, he's probably slipping some stuff in there. Like, oh, what are they going to think here? Right. Yeah. But this was, it, it felt purposeful. You know, I may not have picked up on all of it. I may not have appreciated all of it, but um, you can tell that he he was definitely putting some thought and care into it. Yeah, exactly. Like it felt re- like a real labor of love for him, and it does feel like one of those movies that might like kind of age like a fine wine. Yeah. Like the first time, it's like a little bit too much. You feel like it's a bit sensory overload. Mm-hmm. But then when you kind of revisit it, and you're like, oh damn! Like there's definitely a lot of things to like. Like going into the things I loved, mm-hmm. I thought like the action was really good. It was yeah, nicely balanced. Didn't like 
go on for too long. Mm-hmm. But like hit really hard. We got yeah. that like vis, like you said, visceral, like hard hitting violence mm-hmm. that was like just you know the theater. We were in like a packed theater, and you could yeah. like feel people like wincing a little bit. Or yeah, like yeah. That. So the, and like, what do you think of the gore levels? It's nice. It it was less than I thought. Oh really? Like yeah. I'm not gonna say it was bad, but it, it was like I was like, oh fuck, this is, this is pretty gory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could tell there were like moments where he probably. What I mean is, he probably wanted to go further. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's a few times where the camera like kind of moves away from things, and you're yeah. like, oh, I can tell he just wants to keep that camera there. But they mm-hmm. gotta gotta do just enough to get that like. 18a or 14a rating depending on like the region yeah 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 uh yeah it was pretty violent now i think about it there's a good spilling gut scene yeah Yeah. well to our fast questions there's a lot of throat slits yeah a lot of throat slits a lot of a couple like dismembering moments like when yeah oh yeah couldn't even tell what it was for a second like oh i think he cut that guy's dick off when he like made it look like a sacrifice if you looked at like his dick was like hanging at the on the floor Oh, I must have missed yeah, that. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, I think that's what it was, but mm. there was, like, a big red spot and then mm. just, like, a little hanging thing. But um, I, thought, I thought that was, like, really clever. So, basically, if you haven't seen it, he, obviously, his father gets killed by his mm-hmm. uncle, and then he gets, like, set on this life of, like, Viking, like, just ravaging villages, like, murdering yeah. innocent people. He's just completely broken and lost. Mm-hmm. Ends up kind of stumbling upon... Is that fair to say? I'm trying to think how he ends up like... Um, I'm sure it was all destined, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his it fate, would have happened, but exactly. his fate, he met his fate. Yeah. So he finds this uncle and his mom living in like this like small settlement uh, who and they have these slaves and they're working and he slowly like infiltrates their society as a slave and kind of like builds their trust mm-hmm. and then starts like staging... Well, he meets Anya Taylor-Joy, who's yep. like a... Kind of like a witch, but like or an earth sorceress. Yeah, like yeah. she doesn't use like overt like magic no, or anything. No. It's all very subtle, which I I liked. I liked yeah. how they didn't go too over the top with it, and they start kind of staging this like curse almost. Mm-hmm. Like there's a spirit like slowly killing them off. Yeah, and so I, like, I thought that yeah. was cool. I liked that. I thought that was cool as well. And just through that recap, like obviously there's a lot more like. um fantastical elements as well right there's like premonition but like you don't know if it's actually real it's kind of like imaginary like yeah and that kind of leads me maybe to my first kind of like little hiccup was like the the sword yeah. retrieval oh yeah that was weird because even meeting that like That's i don't know meeting that guy in the cave and then going to get the sword like yeah. that was the one time where he basically like materialized something out of like thin air almost. yes yeah and it was like if you look at it as kind of like a little side quest or something like that yeah it's 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 fun but in, for the purposes of the story wasn't and my like, favorite sometimes like it seemed like he couldn't open it like because it wasn't the right time yeah because it can only open at dark oh yeah uh, i thought it was just like when you're actually like doing your quest properly oh maybe that's kind of but yeah no you could be right because like it is like a lot of old english like some of the things yeah, are yeah. hard like my biggest issue was probably like an e- like a low hanging fruit one, but I just felt like the pacing was like really slow at some points. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there was there was some like just after second act, like pre third act, where I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, there were some parts that were long, like really long. Yeah, and that was kind of disappointing because like right, right before the movie started, I caved. You told me the runtime mm-hmm. which was like what was it two two sixteen two sixteen? Like I would have thought it was like two forty five coming out of it if you hadn't told me. Yes, okay, yeah, I agree. I, I almost thought you were lying to me. I was like, he's gonna drop the bomb on me that it's like two fifty. He kept this. waiting. <laughs> yeah, so that was an issue. I think they easily could have like cut like twenty minutes off, and it would have been probably better for. Yeah, it. then you kind of get that breakneck 
Yeah. Which is, which is honestly what it was like, kind of what it was going for. Yeah. Right? Like it just felt a little bit indulgent in some points. Mm-hmm. And like, are we really servicing the story or are we just kind of like, you know, shooting cool things? Like, yeah, let's, let's get on with it in certain points. For sure. Um, but yeah, moving into some other predictions. Um, oh, dude, we like, we, kinda, we, did, we did quite well in these predictions. You got a big ding on the mushrooms. Like yeah. Drug well, hallucinating because they, yeah. they, they like poisoned the camp, right? Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah, poisoned okay. the soup or the heart soup or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they found it in the forest. Yeah. I didn't like how he just like had one mushroom and they somehow poisoned like the entire. I camp. thought she like conjured it up using her mm-hmm. earth magic. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Uh, ding on a forest sex scene. Did you say that? I, think I said that, yeah. Oh, that's why you fist bumped. Yeah. I thought you were just getting a little horny. <laughs> no, no, no. Bit about it. Uh, I'll take a half ding on the hero's choice because it wasn't between his people. It was yep. like between his, kind For of sure. his people, like his yep. kin, as they said. Um, half ding on the tragic ending because although his revenge quest does ultimately lead to his death, he kind of dies like happy, like he dies in peace because. Yeah, he, he shed his single tear. Yeah, that was really... I liked that. That was cool. I liked how they had, like, the f- tear, like, frozen in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, he knew his his family was safe. And she was, like, yeah. talking to him and said, like, you can move on to, like, mm-hmm. the... What was it? The, the next realm or something. The uh, Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, that's... She said something else. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, you got a big ding mm-hmm. with uh, his mom. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of saw that coming just from her, like... It, yeah, it wasn't, like, a big twist, but, like, I, I appreciated how they handled it. Yeah, like, I thought th- I thought it was going to be more, like, oh, at first, like, I hated it, but he's, mm-hmm. like, but, you know, he won me over, but, mm-hmm. you know, turns out she was the one who kind of orchestrated the whole thing, mm-hmm. and she's just, like, really conniving at the end, and yeah. she even, like, tries to manipulate him into, yeah, like, being yeah. her king. She, Nicole Kidman was definitely a highlight She went all out in that one, like, in especially that one, in that one scene. scene. I was like, oh, fuck, this yeah. is fucking creepy and yeah. evil, and it was good. She was yeah. just doing, like, she was gonna try and kill him as soon as he was, like, vulnerable. yeah. yeah um she yeah she was like really good like yeah. throughout the whole movie but especially that she kind of stole the show with that one scene for sure i'm glad we agree on that yeah uh we did mention it was more of a fast question but we did mention uh, a nude fight scene yeah <laughs> oh did we ever you, gotta, with, you know with robert eggers you're getting some ass right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i thought that final yeah the final fight i love how they i thought they were gonna fight in the house and then he just like was like, I'll meet you at the gates yeah. of hell. Like, we'll do this properly. Yeah, exactly. Good old-fashioned. Like, mm-hmm. let's just get both of our revenge out of our system. Mm-hmm. Some of the screaming was, like, so good in that scene. Like, Yeah. Well, like, like Skarsgård's screaming was, yeah. was good, man. Like, he was, like, he was an animal. He was good throughout. Like, I really thought he was good. In the I will movie. say he was a bit rigid when he actually had to act. It was kind of like... What about the what say you with his like eyes all Yeah, but sometimes up? he would talk normally and sometimes he would talk yeah, the like accent was... old English. And I was like, what are we doing here? He's like, what's up? Yeah. I love you, babe. A <laughs> uh, couple notes on the story, just kind of like not really nitpicks, but mm-hmm. I was like, I was really frustrated when he left the boat. Like, buddy, stay with your wife and your twins. Like, yeah. It's just like, I get it, but it's always going to happen. I know. In these kind of movies, like. And then the other thing I really liked about this is how, like, Nicole Kidman is, um, she explains that Ethan Hawke was, like, a really shitty person. Like, he, like, plundered, took her as a slave, made him her wife. Right. And then the uncle kind of does this. And now, like, Alexander Skarsgård is basically doing the same thing as his dad. So, like, he's a shitty person. I mean, he's almost, like, worse. Exactly. Because he kills like totally cold blood like mm-hmm. unpremeditated well you could say yeah like it kind of paralleled his dad because or his even his uncle because he was kind of manipulated to kill his brother based on like 
his wife or his mm-hmm. girlfriend's like wishes mm-hmm. and she was kind of spurring him on a lot too like yeah exactly kind of feeding his revenge yeah so yeah. it did kind of run in his bloodline just this like kind of savage like mm-hmm. revenge driven what's interesting there's, there's no like real hero you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's kind of evil. Everyone's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's what it is. You leave feeling a bit, like, empty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really root for anyone. Yeah, that was my other gripe, and it's, like, not really a gripe against the film. It's just unfortunate that, like... So in the early, early stage, when he goes off with, like, that Viking clan, and they're, mm-hmm. like, pillaging the village, and, like, I found it really hard to, like, root for him as a protagonist, mm-hmm. because... He just like knowingly lets all those children get, that burning, like, that, that kind of shook you, hey? Yeah, and it's like I get that's like the harsh reality of that time. Yeah, but I just feel like it would have been good to see some like remorse or like yeah, at least like you know he kind of looks down. He was just kind of like this is it, like yeah, it was dark like that. It was kind really of threw dark. me off. Yeah, like, I found that quite hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was maybe gonna like. You know, at least after that, like, I got to leave these people. He just didn't seem like he really cared at all. No, yeah. So I thought maybe there'd be a bit more humanity to hit to to the lead. But maybe that's because I'm so used to seeing that in, mm-hmm. like, the typical movie. Whereas Robert Eggers is just like, no, like, I'm being, yeah. like, historically accurate. But the- if that's evoking, like, a certain feeling of emptiness in you that you can't connect with the movie that well, then, mm-hmm. you know, so be it. That's why we're going to dock at a, you know, half point or a point. Yeah. But it's like, is it even right of me to do that? Yes, but, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. You're <laughs> entitled to how you feel about a movie. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that was kind of my biggest issue with it. And it seemed like they really went overboard on that. And maybe if they, like, you know, he didn't love that, but he just had to let it go. But mm-hmm. he goes in there right away. And I thought he was going to, like, you know, grieve. Mm-hmm. And he, all he cares about is just, like, getting the next stage of his, like, story. Yeah. Like, yeah, or yeah, his yeah. prophecy. So that was, like, hard for me to connect to. For sure. That's a good point. The, the, uh, like the, I don't know, what was it, football? The football scene? Oh, that was cool. So good, yeah. man. I liked the, like, the second son, like the older son of the uncle. He was good. Yeah. When I, he gives him the little punch. I can't believe they didn't give that role to fucking Dudley Dursley. That, <laughs> that, that had him written all over it. He would have killed it. Yeah. Yeah. When he tried to punch him, that was hilarious. Yeah. And, I got some laughs out of the theater. Yeah, like his performance was like a little bit over the top, mm-hmm. like a bit like snooty pooty, but mm-hmm. I feel like that was kind of intentional. Yeah. Uh, that was a nice little nice little performance in there. Thought, speaking of which, like thoughts on Willem Dafoe? Um, it's like a cameo. Yeah, right? it's more like a cameo than anything. He I'm never, sure he had fun. Probably like two days on yeah, set. Yeah, two days. <laughs> yeah. Day of rehearsal, two days on set. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, this movie would be a 10 if it had, if it had more Willem Dafoe. Yeah. You know, he, he did what he needed to do. He was good in what he was in. Would I have loved to see more? Absolutely. Yeah, Am like, I... he clearly has his, like, like you said, what did you call it? Like, his actor's club or whatever? Yeah, his Just favorite actor's pool. <laughs> obviously, at the very end on the ship, the guy who's, like, taking them mm-hmm. is, the main, is the lead in The Witch. Oh, that was the lead? Yeah, he's, like, the main character. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. He's been in a couple other things, but nice. he, he's good. And it was nice to kind of see that, like, kind of this thematic thing going on with mm-hmm. Eggers' films. Uh, I will say my, my like, biggest ding, or not ding, the, my biggest, like, pro or the most thing I the thing what, I like. What, what is it? <laughs> the thing I hated or the thing I loved. I will say the thing I loved the most about this movie was uh, there's, a lo- like, lots of extreme and uncomfortable settings. And, it, like, I was talking about in the pre-show how I wanted to be, like, immersed in it and, like, 
like there's like the scene where it's like raining on the ship and they're just sitting mm. out in the open. Yeah, that was great. When they get to Iceland, it's like this blistering wind, and then even like when they're fighting the volcano, like the ash is falling on them. Like it felt very real, yeah. and it made me as a viewer be like, man, I'm just like imagining if I were in these settings, how like uncomfortable, I how would be. harsh the yeah the, the yeah. terrain was, mm-hmm. especially yeah. There's that's that one like montage where they're just like when he's a slave and they're being like walked through all those terrains. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like a bit of desert, a bit of this, a bit of that. Like mm-hmm. the cinematography, especially the scenic, the scenic cinematography yep. was like, I knew it was going to be amazing. So like, yeah, directions taking it for granted a little bit how yeah, good it was for sure. It was beautiful. Like the snow felt so good. I thought that the oh yeah, my other thing I didn't love about especially the start and a few other points was sometimes the blocking felt a bit weird. Mm. Like especially when they killed Ethan Hawke, like the way they just can't kind of came out of nowhere and the kid was able to escape so you easily. I knew you weren't going to like I that. I didn't like that at all. There's like, like this, one rock to hide behind. perfect rock. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they were so slow to like react to the kid. Mm-hmm. And like things like that just really bother me because it takes me right out of it. I'm like, there's no way this kid would survive this. Like, Yeah. And actually to that though, um, when the kid's escaping and he's got the red cloak on. Yeah. Didn't and love he, that And either. he like walks out as right when the mom's there. And I was like, oh God, like he better not be the only person walking out. But then I like how he walked to like, a group of grieving like women and younger mm. children. So I was like, okay, that's that's believable. But yeah, definitely that running and hiding behind the rock part. I was like, eh. yeah, and just like even him like going out to sea in like the little boat. It's like they're right there. Like, yeah, exactly. You tell me, no cliff. one saw you go. Like, mm-hmm. and they're just yeah. The way that the the uncle later on is like so he finds it so hard to believe that it could be was it An- Ansleth or something? A- Amleth. Amleth. Like yeah. he finds it so hard to imagine that it's him, and it's like, dude, like you knew this was coming, like. Ethan Hawke told you, like, very clearly. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. Like, I thought Ethan Hawke, like, had a very short performance, but he made it count while he was in, in there. Yeah. Thoughts on the, the dog scene with Ethan Hawke and the son? Oh, yeah. Um, with their heavy dogs, well, he, like, burps was, and he farts. Yeah, odd, but I do really like how it came back because he was able to connect with that dog and, yeah. and make them all work for him. Mm-hmm. That was I did really like how he was able to do that. It was like a bit of yeah. like a special power that he had. I think if someone came in in this movie like begrudgingly with a negative lens and they get hit with that in the first like 20 yeah. minutes, they'd be like, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah, there's certain people, there's a there's a pretty large percentage of like a regular movie going audience you lose right away yes. during that scene. Yeah. Those are so dumb. Like, exactly. And dude, you could make the case for it. I would be like, ooh, yeah. just I, have to get through this. All I would say is like, yeah, you have to realize like I'm no f- historical expert, but yes. like- Things were fucking weird in this time. Like, I'm sure people did shit like that. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, Greek and Roman mythology are so romanticized in film and modern culture that, you know, I'm not too well-versed in Norse, and I don't think you are either. So it's it's interesting to see. And I I think as as time progresses and this movie's out for a bit longer, we'll probably read a lot more on, like, hidden Easter eggs and whatnot. Yeah, but I think think it's cool what Robert, Robert Eggers is doing. He's finding a way to grow his like scope and Mm -hmm. expand his audience without like by staying true to like his principles it definitely felt like an eggers film yeah like he's Mm -hmm. not dumbing down his stuff Mm -hmm. maybe like a tiny bit but he's finding a really nice mix this was definitely his most like accessible film yeah i would say like the most of like the spoken word was like was easier to follow than like yeah. especially the witch like the witch is like quite hard to follow. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, he did a nice balance of like, I'm not sure what the language was. Um, I couldn't tell. You. I, I, it sounds stupid to even try and guess, but mm-hmm. 
those moments were really nice. And I think the actors did a great job of like mm-hmm. reciting all that stuff. Must've been really tough. Yeah. I think I would strongly recommend this movie to anyone who's kind of looking for like a, like a visceral action film. Yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely worth checking out. Like I would see it in theaters if you can. Yep. Um, sound mixing, sound design. Yeah. The mix good. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like that final sword fight is really, really good. Yeah. One of the better ones I've seen in a while. For sure. Yeah. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with the 7.5. Um, not like the modern masterpiece that we were maybe hoping for, but mm-hmm. something fresh, something new. Something fresh, yeah, for sure. Well, and it was a lot this of fun is, to get back into the theater. What a very cultured and mature podcast this was. <laughs> we're, gro- we're really growing up. Yeah, no more Marvel movies. Next week. We'll see you in two weeks' time. <laughs> the Multiverse of Madness. I can't wait for all the character tie-ins. Hell yeah. <laughs> Things just got out of hand. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>